Hey, my name is Innocent Maginga, and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. For individuals seeking growth, we've created this open-ended exploration into our ability and desire to learn. I guess you could call it a combination of what we know and how we learn. So in conversation with individuals, either speaking from experience, belief, or science, we seek to find answers to how to navigate and win in this information age. So my guest here today is... Juliette Murikatete. Yes, and what do you do? I am a life coach, and I support people to have breakthroughs in areas of their lives where they want to bring success to what's important to them. So life coach, how would you define what you do and who do you work with regularly? Pretty much all human beings, one would say, but I have uh, directed myself within work life, within well-being and pretty much the balance, having finding the balance within work and life. That's where we spend most of our waking hours so right it's a logical area to work with definitely and in by the end of the day it is the life and how you combine it with work and how you can just be so basically we're talking about personal development right definitely yeah so when i think about personal development my spontaneous thoughts are There's a quote, you know, of Gary V. No. Gary Vaynerchuk is his full name. He's an entrepreneur and um, I guess inspirational person, at least on Instagram. And he has a quote that says, if you don't know yourself, you're screwed. So a friend of mine brought this up and I thought, yeah, yeah, that's a good quote. But then I kept on using it. Like if you don't know yourself, because you can use it in so many fields. So I'd like to explore that as well. If you don't know yourself, you're screwed. Meaning if you don't know who you are and your strength, you won't be able to use them. If you don't know your weaknesses, you might put yourself in situations where you, you're uh, stuck with them. And if you don't know yourself out of a evolutionary perspective, like, okay, this is how humans came to be and that's why I act in this way. I really like that quote because it, you can implement it in so many different areas. Right. And I also think of, uh, I have one of my favorite books on this subject of personal development is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. And he has an episode or he talks a lot about paradigms and paradigm shifts. So I'd like to, I, I think we'll be talking about that as well, changing your worldview. Also day to day, like presence, headspace and clarity. Yeah. And of course, the most important thing, consistency and discipline. Definitely. I guess that's something that's, it, do you believe it's hard to teach? Discipline and consistency? No. No? When one is willing to move forward, you're ready to go through those uh, hard and challenging roads in order to stay consistent because you know what you want is greater than what's awaiting for you is greater than what you're doing right now. So I'm guessing that also acquires you to make a paradigm shift because oh, definitely. that's changing your whole view and, and, and mentality. Yeah. 
So you just don't do it halfway. If you want to stay consistently, you know that this is going to reward you. It's like a rewarding. And if you take step by step, then you will stay consistent without even uh, remembering that word consistent. You just, it becomes a habit. And that habit feels good mm. since you're doing exactly what you aim to do. So you just keep on doing it and it becomes natural. I've actually noticed I can relate a lot of this. And I think I got my uh, introduction and I really learned about discipline and implemented it in my life through training. Right. So when I was really young, I used to play football and team and I, I just showed up. I did whatever. It, it wasn't really... I, I didn't focus too much on it or put too much effort. I just did it because my friends did it and I showed up. But when I turned 16, that was when I was allowed to enter a gym and become a member at the gym. When I did that, that's when I only had myself to achieve progress. For the football, we had our set days. If it was two, three days a week, I showed up, I did practice and I went home. But at the gym, it was more up to me to decide what I'm going to train, how often, and what goals I had. I had really high goals, 16 years old. I wanted to be the biggest person on the earth. (laughs) (laughs) But that taught me a lot about discipline because what I did that first period, I showed up, I was there for a month. I didn't show up for three months. And when I came back after that three-month period, I thought, what would have happened if I had stuck to it for this period? I would have come so much further. So that really drove me into becoming a disciplined person, experiencing what happens when you don't apply discipline. And growing up later, the exact same uh, theories are applied in work life or whatever. It's the same type of discipline, just applied in a different field. Depending on what you want to achieve. Yes. Yeah. It's important to eliminate where you see what's uh, stopping you and it's important to understand what's the major vision of where you're heading. So that's so true. Where would you start? Well, where do you start with someone that approaches you as a client? Where, where's the like starting point? Well, usually when people are curious and approach me for coaching, it's usually It comes from a question like, do you have a goal in life that you want to achieve? And you feel like this has stopped you starting from Monday or I don't deserve it or I don't have the time. I don't have the money. Maybe later you put it on the shelf and then you meet, you see like, oh, maybe a coach would be something. Okay, you're curious. The curiosity awakens in you. So for me as a coach, I see it as everybody's, everybody can develop, right? You just need to find the right direction. So you have the map, but it's in a way to support you in order to go where your destination is. So basically it's first defining the goal. Right. And then breaking that into pieces, the the journey, the roadmap. Definitely. As you were talking about. Yeah. And just breaking it down to have a sort of clarity of uh, what's my aim, what's my goal. It could be, let's say, you want to start a new job. You know what you're doing right now is not 
you know, you get up, it's like, oh man, work. <laughs> and there's this saw and you feel like your work hours are not completing. You you just have this awakening inside of you, this uh, intuition inside of you that is saying something is not right here. So you need uh, to find the clarity of what's not right and how it could be right so that you can go to sleep at night knowing that what I've done and what I'm meant to do, I've done it. So you set aside everything that is, set aside whatever that is stopping you in order to achieve what you do want to Because I really believe we all have a pursuit for fulfillment. And we're not taught to pursue it, actually. We're more taught about uh, the, the framework. This is the framework. This is a job. This is school. This is life. But outside of that, there are uh, ways for you to uh, achieve your personal fulfillment. And that goes back to... That's why it's such a good quote. If you don't know yourself, you're screwed. Because what's fulfilling for you won't be fulfilling for the next person. So that's the first starting point. But without approaching a coach, maybe I won't um, explore my inner inner pursuit of fulfillment. Yeah. And even... Uh, if we go back to the screwed part, <laughs> if I may touch on it, uh, usually if you do not know what's your purpose in life and you hear that, oh boy, I'm screwed, mm. it becomes even more deeper than one needs to. So if you could put it back to coaching, it would be in a way like, it, it could be in a way of defining it instead. What is, what's next? Right. If you don't know what's next. Mm. So how do I find out what to do? Mm. Like the first step. Right. Mm. So just like simplify it and make it understand what's next. So what can I do in where I am with what I got and how I can move forward? So break it down a little bit. So now when you've had an idea that this is time to move forward, I need to do something. I need to start. But you still don't know what. The most important thing is to understand that you are responsible for your actions and you are responsible of letting go of what's not contributing mm-hmm. and what's what's what could be beneficial instead. So and that's so true. So right, let's say there this person is um, a client of yours even though you're there to help them and coach them, they only have themselves, right? At the end of the day. Right. And throughout their life So it has to come from within and it has to be something you decide. Definitely. I'm like, I'm a support. I'm not going to give you the answers. I help you find the answers uh, by being by your side. Being your number one supporter until you become your number one supporter, right? So how does one create and develop this um, reason for being? There is no basic one, two, three step. No. No. It's pretty much the willing, who you are willing to be. Okay? So we've touched that you want to let go of what's not contributing. Because you're at the stage where you know at the state of mind that whatever it is I'm doing is not contributing. So what would I like to do to contribute or to be beneficial? So this is where we can go back to this paradigm that you were talking about earlier and 
breaking it down in pieces in which areas do I want to direct, right? The paradigm, really what that says is that you have to look at what you know today. What's my premise of living? And okay, where did this come from? And what about it is maybe not true for me anymore? And what do I want to change? Okay, I want to change this. I don't believe in this really when I think about it. And by proactively deciding what my new paradigm is, I can start living by and start applying this in my life. And by consistency... I can create change. Right. Definitely. And if you go back to when you got the the understanding of what you were doing is moving you forward through the right direction, where did you get this, um, where did you get this knowledge and this understanding that you are in the right direction and staying consistent besides uh, the gym? So it started there. And then I guess a few years later, I decided, okay, well, I've, I've, I've studied in different fields. I've tried, I've worked and and been active in different fields as well. What I believe is a great area for me to um, get the most out of myself is entrepreneurship. So I've noticed my strengths and weaknesses and I think entrepreneurship is where I can, can grow the most. So that's what I decided. And I ventured into a field that was close to me which was fashion and I set up a goal like okay so if I'm going to start my own brand there's this gap of knowledge in between so this is where I'm today and I have my view of where I want to be in the future and in between there there's so much I need to learn and need to do so If I can apply the same consistency and discipline in this, within a few years, I will have learned and grown enough to be able to um, do that. Right. I think that was my approach. But did you have the support? I was able to support myself, I guess, through being disciplined and having learned that. But looking back at it today... I realize that mentorship is something that's really important and maybe something that needs to be taught. And that goes both ways. It's important for me as a young, really hungry, uh, striving individual to maybe be a little bit guided because mentorship is not about telling you, okay, do this, do this, do that. It's about guiding your energy and your willpower a little bit in the right directions and maybe sharing this um, mentee's experience. Definitely. I I hear you. And I think, I believe that where I, as far as I've gone through this journey in life, I, I couldn't have done it with the support of the people around me. I couldn't have done it with asking for the support, right? And to find the direction of where I was heading. Uh, doing uh, with coaching, I asked for support. I I had people around me in the coaching uh, um, the coaching school that I went through and that I have studied. And you have the support group, a network. You build a, a platform, yeah, and 
then you can share the ideas and um, I could just, you could just ask like, how do you do that? How do you get up in the morning? Somebody that you look up to, how do you get up in the morning and do whatever you're set up to be? And how do you get up in the morning and manage a whole uh, team of 600 people? Yeah. How do you do that? How? Can I go with you for one full day and just see, just to observe, be quiet, shut up and don't say anything? And that's experience. Okay? It's gaining. experience. Yeah, yeah. And you dare to ask. You dare to get the support. And you dare to take the time. Right? What was the hardest part for you doing these studies? Because as I see it, I this is really why I wanted to do this interview. I love that you've uh, ventured into coaching because I see you as the perfect person for that. Really? You have like the, um, your built-in mentalities, really uh, caretaking, inspirational, and like really a good person, kind-hearted person. Well, thank you. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about like how that journey has been and how it has been working with it. Wow, thank you. I don't know where to start. It's like, I want to (laughs) thank I appreciate those kind words. For me, it's finding um, why I wanted to do coaching had to do... I've always been a people's person and I am the youngest in the family and I've always wanted to stick out there and go wild and crazy and live the nest as fast as I could, right? Nothing's going to stop me. But usually I'm always aware with my intuition. That is one of those, uh, that is one strong character that I carry within me. And I believe ever since I've been my mom has told me like you have you have like a little grandma's voice. Uh, I was always curious for the people older around me, yeah. the the curiosity and just observing and learning, um, being willing to learn, mm-hmm. and that that has been a great part of this journey for me. And also, the experience that I've gone through, um, being able to go through hardship in life. And being able to understand that whatever life throws at you, you can start again. You have that opportunity to start again. Get up again. Dust yourself off and get up again. And there's no excuse. So you speak a lot from your own experience. Definitely. Yeah. And also when I've been working, I worked earlier in retail I started working as a sales assistant and I worked myself up to a store manager and I got tasks to maybe start if somebody was starting at work my 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 manager then at that time would say Julie Juliet go and uh, go ahead and show them around and show them how we should work here you get this uh a posture of yourself like yes sir I'm gonna do this and we're gonna show uh, I'm gonna show them the best way to act like this is my responsibility into the role definitely so when somebody trusts you in order to say you go ahead take this uh, chore and make sure you show the other person and teach them how it should be run here you get straight ahead like yes I can do that somebody trusts me and somebody believes in me in order to do this I can do that so and I made sure that when I also became responsible in my areas uh, and became a manager, I made sure that when I got home, I was not worried at work. Like they don't know how to close the store. Everybody got their responsibility areas. I left it. I trusted them that these things are going to work out as it should. 
That's amazing. We will get into that in other episodes, building company culture. Oh, really? Around learning, trust. So that's it's really great that you brought that up. It's very important uh, to pass out the knowledge. Yes. So for me, I'm uh, I'm very open with passing out the knowledge that I know, and you will develop it in a way that works out for your way, and hopefully make it better. Definitely. So that's the, that's a good thing to understand, and that's that's my message. That's my mission mm-hmm. of understanding that whatever I know, you should know, and you implement it in the way that works out for you. If we go back to the elements in life with the finding the support and making taking time for it, it would be, let's say you have somebody you look up to and that person is near you, is around you, maybe at work, maybe um, social, and you want to develop an er- in an area, right? So when you focus on that vision and you find that person, we can say it's like a low-hanging fruit metaphor, right? You grab what you can reach. So you can go approach that person with a simple question. Do you have time during the day to for me to go around with you? Because I'm very interested in knowing about how you work with HR questions. That's an area I would like to develop in. And I see how you work with your co-workers and the questions you raise really uh, impress and inspire me to do better. Would it be all right if we could... Just give me some time of your day and I can learn whatever you're willing to teach me. So it's really like what you were talking about earlier about breaking up the long-term goal in short goals. Right. And and starting with the easiest part. Definitely. And you start with the easiest part. It could be... Now we can stick with the going to... Uh, HR? HR. Yeah. Okay. We can take HR as a subject uh, or an area. I want to do HR. I want to work with people and I'm starting, I'm on, I'm, I'm on a starting point. And I see my coworkers is really doing what I, I strive, what I strive to be. That person is willing to teach you. But how do you know? You can ask. There's always starting to ask and you grab what you can reach. If that person has 20 minutes of their days, ask for those. You just say, how how much time could you give me this week? And adapt to that person's schedule. You're Definitely. asking this person for something. So can I join you for your lunch or your walk to this other there office? You go. Yeah? There you go. And that's this breaking it down in small steps. And you you will get so much information and you will get so much knowledge just by being with somebody you admire. I'm a snoozer. (laughs) Guilty as well. (laughs) Guilty. But once I get up and I've done what I'm supposed to do that day, that I have planned a way ahead. You do have your calendar and you put in like, okay, I am going to work out. I am going to have this huge meeting. I'm going to prep up for the presentation. You do it. There's no, uh, you can prepare by putting out the best coffee. You can prepare by doing the best breakfast and you sit down and you be like, oh boy, here it comes. And you keep, because that's the cozy stuff and you keep pushing away. Yeah. Yes. And you can prepare, you can prepare the 
best preparation. Like everything is all set. You got the gear, you got the paper, you got the computer. Everything is all set. Okay, now that's the toughest part that's awaiting. So how do you do that? I mean, how do you strive? Just take the the toughest one directly. Directly. Because what you do when you set up the breakfast and all, it's a lot of energy going to right? this. Yeah. You you're ahead of something. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another factor in this. Have you heard of biological prime time? So we're talking about the mornings and there's something called biological prime time and everyone needs to find theirs because that's the time of the day when you're biologically wired to get most stuff done. Yeah. So let's say your biological prime time is six in the morning. And if you haven't back to this quote if you don't know yourself if you haven't figured out your biological prime time you might be out walking your dog or doing the dishes when you're the most productive so find your biological prime time and that's when you sit and do the dirty work so you found your biological prime time i'm actually still learning myself so it's it's great getting experts in different fields in and just sucking up the knowledge do you do it every day Uh, do what? Do you, do you, uh, when you're doing with the search, you're still trying to find out. So now you've started with the diary and. Yeah. So I, I constantly try different things and renew. When you listen to podcasts that talk about stuff like this, it it's easy to be, I guess, overwhelmed. But what I realize it's about trying a lot of different things. And then while you're trying it let's say this month i'm going really into finding my biological prime time it will be intense that month but what i do after that is not as strict after that month i have some knowledge that i just try to apply in my day to day in a natural way so i and, and a better reference is um, my diet mm. training is such a good reference it's it's because it's so physical it becomes tangible So right now I feel like I found the perfect diet for myself. I can't tell you what diet it is. No. It's just I I have a balanced it works diet. For you. Exactly. Yeah. But it comes from me trying the low carbs, high fat diet for two weeks and almost killing myself. Mm-hmm. It comes from me trying a ketogenic diet and and trying to uh, f- trying fasting. So all these trying and this these dedicated periods of testing this out has amounted in me having some knowledge in my day-to-day going about I see. about food oh. so i'm not on a low carb high fat diet but i eat lower carbs and higher fat daily yeah i'm not on a strict um time restricted diet but i try to get 12 to 16 hours of fasting per day okay. not strictly But that trying gets me closer to... You're not pushing yourself too hard. You just say, let's give it a go. Because if I would, mm. it wouldn't be long term. No. Remember, I'm doing this for the long term. I'm working out right now to be fit when I'm 50. Right. So I just need to get it in my day to day and be able to do it for another 30 years. And this is years. a part of your well. This is a part of your daily routines. Yes. Yeah. So if we go back to those paradigms and the shifts uh, if we say somebody's starting now i hear you i want to go to the gym and how what what areas do i want to put it let's say this is a goal to be healthy yeah it's a part of your it's an important part mm-hmm. but we need to break it down so that people can understand that 
uh, so that everybody can understand that even though you're doing this since you were 16, let's say legit, when you started going to the gym mm-hmm. and somebody wants to do it from starting from today. Yeah. How can they say that, oh boy, I've lost, like I, I've missed like all, half of my life not working out. You can either see from that angle yeah. with that paradigm or... That's the screwed part? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or you can see it in just how long you have left. So uh, me doing it from 16, that makes it 11 years. Mm-hmm. Where are you from 11 years uh, from today? Let's say you're 45. Okay, you're 56 in 11 years. That's still good enough. It's You still have a lot of time after that. So why would that be too late? Definitely. The, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no limit on the age. There's no limit on time. It's what you're willing to put in today. Yes. And whatever goal that you set up. Exactly. And trying to come with this excuse that too late, I missed these years. That doesn't help you at all. No, on the contrary. That's what, that's what we're here for, for this podcast today. To help everybody understand that you start with the lower hanging fruit and you just grab what you can reach. And if you don't have the money to go to the gym, if it's the working out part, take a walk. Just knowing that you're consistent and you you know exactly what you're going to do. You break it down by the, by weekly, daily, hourly, whatever works out for whatever rocks your boat mm. that you are comfortable with doing it step by step. So that creates a platform that by the end of the week, you as a person have developed, mm-hmm. you as experienced and career-wise have developed or physically developed without even... Um, Without even seeing it as a huge uh, limitation. Yeah, without putting too much effort or struggling with it. It becomes a natural process of uh, progression and development. Yeah, so we can say by the end of this is finding what, what do you want to do by starting from next week? Starting from a whole week ahead. If you could just break it down, what do I want to do? with whatever I got right now that is bothering me, that is not working. Usually it's not working. Or what do I want to develop in step by step? That's a great way to end this part. Mm. We've been talking personal development. For the next part, we'll try to apply this in interpersonal contexts with work life and in the context of being a group or an... Uh, individual in a society and contributing. Amen. Thank you. This is <laughs> great. Thank you.